Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bleakfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. Today, I have our friend Kate Deering back on the podcast. Welcome back, Kate. Thank you for having me. Very formal. It's uh, Kate's author of How to Heal Your Metabolism. We've done a ton of podcasts together. I get her book, go back and listen to the podcasts. Uh, we just spent the last hour catching up, which always chips into our podcast time. We need to like basically map out yeah. two hours, I think, so that we have the, the catch up. But today we just want to just record a really super quick one on what we eat in a day and what, why we eat the way we do. And just remember that this is what works for us and, you know, the things that we enjoy. Uh, but I think there's basic principles we follow. Because often we just get asked, don't we, Kate? Like, what do you eat in a day? So maybe, Kate, we can start with you. That is true. Many times we get asked, and certainly when I wrote it in my book, I explained what I was eating at the day at that time. It's interesting because as I've kind of gone through this for the, in the last 10 years, it's changed. And I'm sure it's probably changed for you. But I'm I'm in my four meal a day uh, meal plan today, and and that's kind of what works for me. You know, it used to be six, now it's four. I'm the same, and actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just eat more, and I cause like I guess because I don't have time, and I get that with people. And but you know, I can eat a big meal, and I can be good for three, four, five, and sometimes six hours. So that is what works for me. So me right now, let's say I'm having two eggs every morning, two pieces of sourdough bread. I have chicken sausage with it because it really does. I get a little extra protein in that morning. Sometimes I'll have a little cottage cheese with jam on it. Yeah. But you usually like two mandarin oranges and coffee, sugar, milk, dab of cream, and a little collagen. That's my Very similar, Kate, to my breakfast. Maybe we should work through meal by meal. So I'm the same at the moment. I do four big meals, and then I, but I have the mushrooms at the moment. Like I wouldn't call that a meal in between breakfast and the next meal. And then I actually have some ice cream before bed. So technically it's four meals and a little before bed snack. So for my breakfast is usually three to four oranges, a sourdough crumpet, a slice of cheese, raspberry jam, an egg. I just have one egg. And then I have a cup of milk with collagen and maple syrup and coffee. So it's very similar. Yeah. Big breakfast, pretty decent. When you flip to one egg. Well, it's just my, it's just my protein. Because I it, it, I I actually pretty high protein. Like today, it's 180 grams, but I have collagen. I track my collagen, and I just find it difficult to eat like less than that. Um, but I yeah. eat pretty high calories too, like 2,800, 3,000 calories a day. Yeah, and that would be a big difference between me and you. Like I yeah. I do about 120 and yeah. probably 2,000 calories. So I certainly do a considerably different. But we train differently. We yeah. exercise differently. Yeah, I've got heaps more muscle than you. I'm probably more active as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, yes, all yeah. true. All, yeah. all right. So then I do have a, I have a carrot salad. So I actually had one. It's actually late here, but I had it usually between breakfast and lunch. And I'm a girl with, who loves her raisins on her carrot salad. <laughs> Sometimes I will have cheese. I make it fancy. So carrot salad to me has to be fancy. Always add the coconut oil. Always add white vinegar to it. Good amount of salt, but always raisins and probably some Parmesan cheese. That's usually the, and I don't actually count that as my second meal, but that is the pre-lunch, pre-food, uh, yeah, yeah, lunch in between lunch meal. Yeah, well, so, I think probably after so many years of eating the plain carrot salad, you're probably just like, oh god, I just can't eat the plain carrot salad. I can't. 
Yeah. So, and it's literally been probably a good 10 to 12 years. And I will say every time I don't eat it for those times, I'll just eat a carrot. It never works the same. It so doesn't. I agree. Really and I do you also find too that when you grate the carrots lengthways versus just grating them, it's even better. I find that too. Yeah. I, I mean, I am a length girl for sure. I, and sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll be quickie and I'll get the pre-grated carrots and, and, you know, I always think that's a big mistake after a while, but. Um, yeah, I and I just think, look, there's more surface area. I just think having more vinegar and I stir it up really well, it just adds a little extra. Yeah, well, I think I the raisins and the cheese, the parmesan and the, all the the other cheese would be good. It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. it is a delightful and I, everyone that I can get to do that, they're like, oh my God, now I can eat it all the time. It's a game changer. It does help. All right. it, is a game, it is a game changer. So if you're having trouble with your carrot salad, make it fancy. And you yeah, can, it's, and, and it's still effective. I get people like, well, it still work. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. It still does. And so do that. Okay. Yeah. And so I eat the mushrooms. I eat the mushrooms. I've been eating yeah. carrots out for ages. And I just decided to switch over the, to the mushrooms and I made, made it into a soup. So about 150 grams of cooked mushrooms, some chicken broth, a little bit of milk, garlic, onion, thyme. And then I just blend it. But this week, because I'm too fucking busy. I've just been eating raw, the mushrooms cooked with salt. It's not that good. It's pretty like, I'm si- I sit there, I'm like, but I'm just doing it this week because I'm too busy and it was easy just to cook the mushrooms. So yeah, usually I have the soup or the carrot salad and I just smash down the mushrooms this week. Okay. What's your next meal? Beautiful. So then we're going for lunch. I'm trying to think, what did I eat yesterday? I actually had chicken. Um, yes, I will still eat some chicken and I had a little bit of rice, although I'm not eating a ton of starch right now, but I had a little bit of rice, some cooked vegetables cooked apples and pears and then i had mm. some cottage cheese on that and a half a cup of milk yum yum okay my meal too and this is usually before training so it's pretty heavy on the carbs today i made this like nice a chicken soup too so it was chicken thigh prosciutto chicken broth that i had in the freezer spinach carrots onions i released a recipe on instagram actually it's really nice a little bit of cream and then I had just have a big ass serving of fruit or sometimes I'll have some sourdough. So it's pretty carb heavy. It's got how, potatoes in there. How often do you pre-bake and, and freeze all your meals or do you do a daily cook? It depends if I've got time on the weekend. Cause you know, I told you I've been socializing quite a bit, mm. so I've not been had time to prep meals. So if it's just a, a like if I can't be fucked meal, I always have portions of like lamb, chicken, prawns, mince in the freezer. So I just mm. grab one out do it like 400 grams of air fried chips and a big bowl of fruit. Like mm-hmm. that's just my easy, simple, if I don't have time lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's effective. Yeah. I always have, I usually have a good amount of soup. That is my freezing meal. So I'll always make a ton, freeze it. And that's the go-to when I just do not have time. Yeah. So if I have lunch, then I, if I go do any sort of workout, it will be post. I'm a, an afternoon girl. Mm. And then I will have a meal of a, usually some sort of shake. So that is usually milk. Uh, it could be a cup and a half of milk, probably a cup of frozen fruit, a couple of tablespoons of gelatin. Um, I usually put about a quarter cup of Greek yogurt in there, maybe an egg, and sometimes a little bit of honey. And that will be the post-meal, uh, afternoon. Uh, that I usually will have at some point in time of the day, but yes, usually post-workout. Ours is so similar. My post-workout meal is a shake as well, but I usually have skim milk, casein, bit of cacao, maple syrup, and then I have a big serve of rice pudding. There's this awesome brand of rice pudding that we can buy called Ruby and Roy's, and it's got no shit in it, and it's quite low fat too. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, have, and it's so easy. I just blend it all up, 
mm-hmm. eat it after. That's yeah, it's easy. Yeah. So I always notice that. Like I, I'm a one percent girl post workout, yeah. but I think a lot of people, you know, if they do a post workout drink or shake, yeah, having something low fat is actually really effective. You don't want a ton of fat in that post workout meal um, because you want to get into your system pretty quickly. Your muscles love some good carbohydrates and protein. So yeah, so I think that's like for most people, they should like get you some low fat shake or other snack post-workout to kind of help with your uh, muscle synthesis. I really find too, and I think this is, again, the difference between you and I is like I have heavy hard training. So I really find I need more starches, you know, just to replenish that muscle glycogen. I think the more active you are, like I found that, you know, if I'm doing really heavy training, you know, three or four days a week, I really need those. I have fruit, simple sugars, and the more starchy carbs. Uh, yeah, but no, it's so very okay. Dinner, what are your dinners? Dinner, um, right now, because again, uh, and it, let me explain just why I'm kind of limiting my starch right now because I have it. I was just telling Kitty about some stresses going on with life, we won't go into the detail about them, but there's a considerable amount of stress. And when I get more stress, I don't do as well on starches, I just don't digest them as well. So I tend to go, um, more fruit based. So I will actually do some more cooked fruit. I would usually have some shrimp at this point. I would do some cooked vegetables. I might do a cup and a half of milk, um, possibly some gummies or something at this time for a little bit of sweetness. But the dinner will be a little bit lower and a little bit less just because I don't like to eat a huge meal, certainly that's hard to digest right before uh, bedtime. But I find that in times that I'm a lot more stressed, I know that my GI is working a little bit underperforming. So I just really limit my starch and I tend to do a lot better. Mm, Craig's like that too. Yeah, it's funny. My digestion's always pretty good. Like I never really get digest. It's just my cycle, cycle, like shortened cycle, and sleep. I don't sleep yeah. well when I'm stressed. But uh, my dinner's usually. I really like prawns or shrimp, as you call them. And I have yeah. a soft. I'm addicted to these these tortillas. I'm just addicted to Mexican at the moment, so I eat them probably two or three times a week. So four tortillas, prawns, Greek yogurt, parmesan cheese, lettuce, tomato, red onion, and then I have a big glass of juice. And sometimes I have air fried potato chips, just depending on how hungry I am or what mm. the rest of my macros has been. And then I have like, last night I made this ragu beef with pappardelle pasta. So I'm having that again tonight. So it's just, I froze it and I eat it over two nights. And I think like, yeah, some people can't do well on pasta. They're not good with gluten. If you can eat the pasta, if not, you could have rice noodles or potatoes or something. Um, then I, what are the other things I have? I like, I do eat a lot of prawns actually at night, like prawns, I'll make prawn pasta or, um, Oh, I do this at the moment. I'm a bit addicted. It's sort of Mexican-ish, but like I bake a big ass sweet potato and I do it over two nights. I have half, cook up some Mexican mints, parmesan cheese, red onion, shallots, Greek yogurt, and then have a big glass of juice. I always have juice with dinner. I just love orange juice. I'm addicted to it. Mm. Yes. Well, it's poison, you know. I know. Uh, it's too much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I am I'm a huge, you know, because I live in Southern California, so right near Mexico. I mean, so Mexican food here is everywhere, and I just love... I mean, I'm a, I'm a taco girl too. And I do great on corn tortillas. Not so flour, not as good. Corn tortillas, amazing. Or if I make my own masa, masa harina. Mm. Or, do you guys have masa there? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I never yeah. bake it because I'm just too busy. Okay. Just so, so yeah. busy. Like, you know, it's, I always get the easy. It does some work. Yeah. But they, they, they're so good. They're like the proper. In the, uh, what I've found is heating them. Emma got me onto this tip. You heat them in the sandwich press. Yeah. And it makes them so nice and soft and good. Otherwise, they're chewy as fuck. They're pretty chewy. 
Mm. I when I made them fresh, I they were great. But yeah, if you make a ton and then kind of leave them out, they mm. then they need to be a little bit re- reheated. They they don't store well for a long mm. periods of time. If you mm. you know, I guess maybe you could freeze them; it might be okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. and so do you have a four bed snack or not at the moment? So, and and this could be a suggestion. Like I will actually eat. This is just kind of this something I've been doing. I'll eat three or four oysters and. <laughs> Sometimes juice. And the reason is, is the, the high amount of zinc in oysters is really relaxing. Yeah. And so for a lot of people, it will knock you out. And so if I ever get stressed and so forth, and I just feel like my body needs more minerals, yep. I will get about four oysters at night. I can have them with, with a little juice. Wow. Um, and that totally will relax me. And I have had so many people tell me by having oysters right before bed, it helps them sleep so much. If you eat the whole can, you will have like knock you out sleep. Yeah, well, but you know, if you have, and and, and maybe if you go out and have them, but yeah, yeah, that that big dose of zinc because zinc can be quite relaxing to the system should help people sleep. Well, I, that, we, that can be my remedy. Yeah, that's really good. Well, we always have out. So the other thing that we both do is have liver and oysters every week. Mm-hmm. Kate eats fresh. I eat a lot of fresh oysters, but then I take the oyster capsules if we're not eating them fresh. So I take them at night too, and yep. the liver capsules I take in the morning with my coffee yeah. at breakfast. Um, and I think we always talk about this, like, just do what you can be most consistent with, you know, like if you just can't eat fresh liver, just take the capsules. If you can get fresh liver and you like it, eat it, you know, um, same with the oysters, I think. Um, and so, yeah, my before bed snack is I'm just love ice cream. I just fucking love ice cream. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's probably more appetizing to, for most people. So that's nice. It's some oysters and juice. Or liver. Good collagen. Yeah. Or oyster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, that's, uh, for those people, like, that just doesn't sound good yeah. at all. Well, look, there's there's a reason I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's certainly that ice cream can also help somebody fall asleep, and it yeah. does, right? Depends on what works. But for me, literally, if I have a good amount of zinc before I go to bed, I think it, I sleep great. And I think, too, like, I feel like it's more important is, like, eating enough during the day. Like, if you don't eat enough during the day and then you go and try and hammer all this food at night, you're not going to sleep yeah. well. So I think some people do good with a bedtime snack. Some people can just eat it like they eat enough calories when they eat their dinner and then they don't need a bedtime snack. I also find for me, I just really enjoy having something sweet at the end of the day. Like it's just, and a lot of women we work with, like it, it helps them be consistent because they're like, oh, I just love ice cream. I have this chocolate brownie or whatever. But some people it doesn't work. Like I think again, the, the, the thing is find the meal frequency that works for you. Try and balance your meals, you know, do what fits in with your schedule and your lifestyle. So if you're trying to do something that doesn't fit and it make, it's too challenging, you're not going to be consistent. Yeah. And I think that's a good point is to say that, look, your, your sleep will be a result of your entire day's eating, right? Yeah. If you don't eat all day and then you try to catch up at night, do not sleep well. Yeah. Right? It is the a result of all the meals, balancing your blood sugar all day long. So you're not going yeah. with blood sugar craziness and, you know, and, but also getting enough nutrients in and, and getting enough carbs and balancing with enough protein. So it all matters. Um, and of course, if you're, you know, your body's already struggling it's not going to just be fixed with a couple of good nights good days of food but it certainly mm. can recover but you're right right you've got to do what not everybody needs six meals yeah not everybody needs three meals right yeah. and it's like what do you works best for you and figure that yeah. out now again the one caveat i will say is for the people that don't have an appetite in the morning you need to kind of kind of force feed yourself a little bit at least in the mm. beginning because we need to create that appetite but other than that for the most part yeah create a food schedule that works for you um, but you want to essentially eat while you're busy and while you're doing things, right? That's where all the food calories should be coming in for the majority. You're, you don't want to wait till nighttime when your body's finally going, mm. oh, we need calories. 
I also think too, like, and we've talked about this before on other podcasts, I'm not saying this is everyone, but I've really found is having a good big breakfast is good for me because I'm very busy at the start yes. of the day. So like I'll eat breakfast at like 5.30 or something, 5.36, and then I might not eat again for five hours. Yeah. So I've got to have a good breakfast. I have the mushrooms, but I have a good breakfast to keep me going. And yeah. then I don't have to worry because I've got calls, I've got stuff in the morning and then I'm just, okay, great. 11 o'clock, lunchtime, it keeps yeah. me going. 100% agree with you. Yeah. I, and I find that people that can build up to eating a bigger breakfast because that takes some time for people because there's so many people are not used to eating a lot when they wake up. But if they can, they start to feel so much better. Like their foundation, they're like, oh, I don't feel as energy dip later on or I don't mm-hmm. feel like I have as cravings later on. I actually feel better the whole rest of the day. And so, yeah, getting and you know, and I know you, you consume something like 700 plus calories in the morning, but I'll do about 500. Yeah, and remember, I've got two. I'm high calorie, so like my meals are pretty yeah. big. Like some of my meals, are like a hundred grams of carbs. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty decent. But I feel like it's not that much. Like I just, it is. But to me, just yeah, I just I think the this is the training, the heavy strength training, like the recovery from it, just needs so much energy. You know. Yeah, and in your like I said, you have a lot of muscle mass, and you're very busy, and mm. you are doing things all day long. And I think your body just needs those kind of calories to run at the the level yeah. that you want it to run at. Yeah. And I think you know, and probably most people, if you probably calibrated them out in, in their healthiest state, you know, most people should be around two thousand, mm. three thousand, depending on their size and activity and so forth. Right? You, 2700 for a female is a lot. It's a lot. But again, I would say people don't think like I've been training for years and I'm active. Like we get up and go for an hour walk every morning, even just to start the day. We take the dogs for walks. They sit on their ass all day. So then plus, you know, I I don't like to sit for long. So get up, you know, so it's like, and then the heavy strength training. So it's, it's very, um, I do a lot of steps too, you know, so, but that's why it's good tracking. Yeah. Yeah. So track your food. Um, you know, and then you can figure out what's the most appropriate amount for you. But, uh, yeah, we just wanted to record that really quick podcast to, you know, share with you what we eat in a day. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that I think, yeah. Mm, cool. All right. Great. Good one, Kate. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in everyone. As always, uh, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. You can tag Kate, Kate's Kate Deering Fitness. Uh, and share your biggest takeaways. And each month I pick someone and they win a tub of Satray Premium Collagen valued at $79. And we'll see you again soon. Sweet. See you, bye.